It is draft day, and on today's show, after all the film, after all of the mock drafts, we've narrowed it down, and we think we know who the Chargers are taking at pick 21. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. We've been covering the Chargers together for seven seasons, but this is our fifth season as a host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. That also means it's our eighth draft that we've been covering for the Chargers. And to make sure you never miss shows like this, make sure you're following or subscribing for free on YouTube and listening wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen today. David, what do we got today? On today's show, Daniel, it is draft day. It should be a national holiday, a football holiday for sure. So that means we got to get into our predictions on who we think the Chargers are going to be taking with the 21st overall pick. Then we are going to get into our hierarchy of excitement. The guys that we love, the guys we would be okay with, the guys we would not be so happy about if the Chargers were to take. And we're going to get into some of our draft crushes, just the guys that we are pounding the table for. Yeah, we use some, you know, day two guys, day three guys potentially, and just guys we like more than other people like. But today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps in the game. David, with the 21st pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, you have the Chargers selecting? I have the Chargers selecting nobody at 21. Oh, wow. I am going to say that the Chargers are going to trade back, and I think they're going to trade back to either 23 with Minnesota or 24 with Jacksonville, and that is where I think they are going to take Michael Mayer, tight end out of Notre Dame. I think they're just going to be able to – be able to stack an, an extra top 100 pick and still be able to get a player that we feel like, at least I feel like, is a very strong candidate for the Chargers to pick up. I was just trying to make, you know, regular predictions on this, and David's going bold prediction with it. I mean, <laughs> we went with the same player. It seems like the stars are aligning. And if he's there, and it's fair to say that about pretty much anybody the Chargers have been mocked recently, he makes a lot of sense. Tom yeah. Telesco loves Notre Dame, guys. You're bringing in Kellen Moore, and that's what he would be, right? A well-rounded weapon for Kellen Moore and also a security blanket for Justin Herbert that you'd have for the next five years. A dependable target who's elite in contested catch situations. Yeah. I think you could say one of the more well-rounded blockers in this class, too, and well-rounded just tight ends overall with the receiving ability and also the ability to block. And I think that it's just kind of the not splashy thing right it feels like it's the safe pick for the Chargers. it feels like michael mayer may not ever be a you know top three tight end in the nfl but has a ton of potential to be an above average tight end i think for a long time that definitely is what it feels like it just definitely it feels like a chargers type of pick it seems like the type of move that they would make and you know it is 
probably one of the more complete tight ends in the draft when we're talking about Michael Mayer, a guy who is an NFL-ready blocker with no questions about it. He is a very physical specimen, very aggressive when he's out there. Um, that also translates when he is running routes and when he in those, in, is in those contested catch situations, like you mentioned, also very strong physical hands as well. And you know, he's never going to be a guy that's going to separate a whole lot, um, but he's going to be able to guy that you can, you're going to be able to trust in those situations where you need him to make a play. He's going to be able to do that for you. So it just feels like that is where the route that the chargers are going to take. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing is how is he going to separate at the next level, right? How much is that going to get him? I think he does a good job of using his body for separation because he yeah. looks the part. He looks like an action hero. Oh, absolutely. He uses <laughs> his broad shoulders to kind of wall off defenders. And I mean, has really looks dependable like hands. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Kendall, you know, jacked Kendall, up Kendall. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> it, he, he helps you in the red zone right away. Yeah. He's a dependable target. It's mm -hmm. the yards after the catch. In the separation that I wondered, will it translate? He was able yeah. to get yards after the catch at the collegiate level, right? Not flashy, right? right? Just kind of tries to use angles to, you know, get as many extra yards as he can. He's not yeah. the crafty type like I've Dalton Kincaid where he's maximizing that kind of yards after the catch. Or are there some of these right. other guys who are more explosive? I don't think explosiveness is his game, and that's why I think it makes it not as exciting, right. which is why... He is not, I think, in either of our top three of guys we would go with if we had the choice on it. But I want to get to that, David, because we talked about who we think the Chargers are going to take. Now let's talk about who we would take, and we're doing our hierarchy of excitement. We're going to talk yeah. about players. We'd love to see the Chargers draft. We'd be, let's put it in the BTFU category of this, yeah. David, the ones we'd be bolting the F up about. And then we'll yes. also get into guys we'd still be happy with because there's definitely some guys that fit into that whatever guys guys that i get it you know but wouldn't be yeah. who i would take and then guys on the do not draft list for us right. in the second segment but who are the guys david if you had the choice who are the guys you running up to the podium for obviously this one is no surprise if you've listened to our draft prep you know probably the last two months but my you know the the number one guy for me is a flowers it, it's not a secret i love zay flowers i love what he brings to the table his explosiveness his stop and start ability like you know his contested catch ability even for his size and just the deep speed i mean the ability to create with, with nothing i mean it's just it's almost second to none in this draft and it's just so tantalizing to be able to give that type of weapon to justin herbert and also just feels like he's the type of weapon that's missing from that room you have a yeah. guy that has some linear speed you have some guy that a guy that's really sure-handed and a great route runner and you have a big bodied go up and get it type of receiver you are missing that creator that's what zay flowers is and i feel like he's one of the guys that can just take the offense to a level we haven't seen before yeah we're going to talk about a zay flowers light later on you know with one of your guys um i think with tank Dell because i think yeah. that's kind of what, the two best creators to me in this draft class for sure zay flowers helps you in two areas that you absolutely needed on offense he helps you as a yards after the catch guy who can get something when a bunch of teams want to come out and play two high safeties against yep. justin herbert and you have to throw short get something who can do something with the ball when he does catch exactly. the ball short and also just gives you that deep speed able mm -hmm. to win at the third level a good ball tracker has yeah. some outstanding catch ability and also got a lot better at catching the football many less drops yes. this past season I have a guy that we both have in our top three guys, and that is Nolan Smith. To me, just brings an aspect the Chargers edge rushing group doesn't have right now, which is hard to say when you have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack in there. Yeah. Just with the pure speed and athleticism and bend, that's more his game than those other guys. 
elite run stopper, even at 200 and, you know, sub 240 pounds, which I yeah. absolutely loved. Not likely to be there, but he is a guy for me I'm running up to the podium for if he's still available. Same, same for me, yeah. just because at his size, you don't see many guys that are that good at stopping the run. And I mean, the athleticism is awesome. You love that. And I feel like this is a guy that you can rely on to stop the run right away and also feel like there's a lot more pass rush upside in there that you can extract out yeah. and then you can get some real legitimate serious pass rushing numbers to pair along with that. You love the the makeup, you love the ability and you love the projection on what he can turn into. So those are all reasons why it's because like be the projection could be like a, a cornerstone of your defense, right? Like he exactly. feels like he, he could be in a couple of years, you know, one of the stalwarts, one of the guys you're building the defense around and you're getting him at no 21. Doubt. I think you have to love that. I would love to see B. John Robinson just I think for me getting a blue chip prospect at that spot at 21, getting a guy who checks every box for you, except for biggest need, I would say, right? Which is why I talked about him third. You ended up going with Dalton Kincaid as another guy. You've picked him in your mock drafts. You would like to see it. Best pass catching tight end in the class. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more because even though Nolan Smith and Zay Flowers, we would love both of, I think, our top twos, really. There's still other guys we'd be happy about, but then there's also some other guys that we wouldn't be so happy about that we would put on the do not draft list at 21. So we had to get to those guys. But first, I do need to tell you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and if you've ever thought you'd make a good GM, you've got to give this game a try because it's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. And that's one of the great things about Ultimate Football GM. When you start doing good, it means so much more because they're not just going to let you go in there and turn your team into the New England Patriots of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, right? You have to work for it, and you have to make a ton of decisions from hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating player salaries and terms, and navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, player personnels, and all the ups and downs of a season. It's really, really realistic. So many things you wouldn't even think about you have to make decisions on an Ultimate Football GM, and we'll give you a little head start. Locked On Chargers listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On all caps in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. David, let's continue this hierarchy of excitement, right? Because I, we have four tiers we wanted to get to. Players we're ecstatic about, BTFU'd about. Players we'd still be very happy with, which we're going to get to right now. And then players that wouldn't be our first picks, but we understand why the Chargers would go that way. And then the do not draft list. But I'm very, very excited the draft is here. It's just hard to contain your excitement. If you guys want to follow along with the draft, make sure you guys join Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as well as the other NFL local experts on the Locked On NFL Scouting YouTube page for live NFL draft coverage presented by Ultimate Football GM. Kyle and Joe will be going live for rounds one, two, and three. Then on Saturday, they'll get you caught up after each round. So make sure you join the draft dudes first round tonight on YouTube. Locked On NFL Scouting page at 7.30 Eastern time. That means 4.30 Pacific time. It's here. We are in it. B. John Robinson, for me, David, is a guy that... I would love it just because, like I said, blue chip prospect. I think you're getting a top five prospect in this draft. You have him in who you'd be very happy with, which I get to. Yes, and the reason why, and it really just comes to one specific reason, is just positional value. I mean, it's just hard. And also looking yeah. at the track record that the Chargers have had drafting running back in the first round didn't really work out too 
very well. The last okay? two times, but three times right. ago it worked out great. Right. I mean, yeah, but we're talking that's we're talking about an all time great there, but the, the two other Ryan ones Matthews and Melvin Gordon strikeouts. Home run, grand slam, obviously. I mean, just a, a massively successful pick. But that's what you kind of have to hope that you're gonna get if you take a yeah. running back in the first round that you're getting a generational talent. And I feel like when you watch Bijan Robinson, you can see some instances or see some things in there that make you feel like that has the potential of happening for Bijan Robinson. He's just so good at so many different yeah. things, right? Like, yeah. He, and I've a, seen the kind of criticism, like, well, what is like one thing he's excellent at, right? You know, is he, is he having elite kind of thing? But it's like, it just, he's such a well-rounded player where it's so hard to find weaknesses in his game well excellent vision i mean uh, stop and start ability power i mean like actual wide receiver acceleration route running and acceleration like he can be you can put him in the slot right away and he could be effective he's like that type of of a receiver so just the entire package you love happier for dalton kincaid though Yes, I'm happier for Dalton Kincaid, and the reason why I'm happier for Dalton Kincaid is I'm giving the one of the best pass catchers in the draft to Justin Herbert, an electric type of pass catcher, a guy that has wiggle, uh, that a guy that can create, get those yak yards that are missing in this Chargers offense. It's another way to get Justin Herbert another weapon. That is kind of my full court press that I'm looking for, is arming Justin Herbert with as many ballistic missiles as possible. So who do you have all in your very happy with com- or section here? Yeah, so my very happy with section here is Bijan Robinson, Brian Branch, and Michael Mayer. Those are the three guys I have in that tier. Yeah, and Michael Mayer, I mean, you know, we talked about him, just kind of how we feel about it. Like, I get it. He'd be a yeah. solid pick. For me, he's in. I Not what I would do, but I get it. But he's very close to the very happy with. Brian Branch, we both loved. A safety, you know, that maybe isn't the traditional safety that's just going to be a free safety in the back end, but helps you in the slot, helps you a lot in your, you know, tackling in the secondary, which is super important, and fills a positional need because I do think he fits in well with Alohi Gilman, with Derwin James. You could find snaps for him, and he just seems like a super well-rounded prospect. I also have Miles Murphy in mind. I think you have in his, you're not what you would need to do, but you get it, category. For me, Miles Murphy, just a super solid edge rusher, a guy that I think is definitely a capable starter down the road, a guy that would do a lot of good being able to sit behind Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Decent production in college, elite athletic testing. I'd be good with Miles Murphy, especially just with the Chargers, you know, getting someone for the future, taking a need off the board next year, not feeling like you have to go into next year's draft, having to take an edge rusher because you have 235-plus million guys. So, Am I not what I would do, but I get it. I have Michael Mayer, who's kind of close to the happy with, because I've come around on him a little bit. Yeah. The other guys I have there, David, are Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnston. Who's in your list? Yeah, So and, and I get that for sure. I, I think for me and my wouldn't excite me part, I have Miles Murphy there, and I have Kalijah Kansi uh, in addition to Jordan Addison. And I, I think it's just because... I want offense. I want an yeah. offensive weapon. I mean, I think that's a re- that's really important to me, but it's not just any offensive weapon. It's the right type of offensive weapon. So there's there's only a, a one or two guys I would be 
you know, excited about if they were to take on the defensive side. And then the guys I would not like, the guys I just don't want to see the Chargers draft here is Lucas Van Ness and Quentin Johnston. Lucas Van Ness, I just feel like I don't know if there's the value there at 21 that I've seen when I was evaluating his game. And Quentin Johnston just isn't the fit. The, or the type of receiver that I feel like fits with what the Chargers are trying to accomplish. So I think that's the kind of the reasons why I kind of made my list that way. And both of us have Trenton Simpson in that category yes. as well Abe, on our do not draft list. For mine, it's Lucas Van Ness and Kawaja Kansi. I think Kawaja Kansi, it's more like, all right, I've seen the Chargers take a defensive tackle in the 20s, you know, with the high Yeah, upside. a tweener type too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Tillery's six foot five. Kawaja Kansi's like six foot nothing. Well, but, yeah. I mean, it just he's, he's lighter, you know. I, I think he, I loved what I saw from him. But I just don't want to put all my eggs in that basket when there's going to be a chance at maybe, you know, an edge rusher that moves the needle for me, a wide receiver that moves yeah. the needle for me, a tight end that moves the needle for me. Uh, I, I think we both have Jordan Addison in the not what I would do, but I get it category, yeah. right? Neither of us have him on our do not draft list. I think, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba goes without saying. I think he's probably oh, the yeah. number one wide receiver. We'd be happy with that for of sure. Of course. Quentin Johnston, I just I just wonder if I don't get it or I didn't see the right games, right? Because he yeah. has so much variance as far as, what I got to see and what some people think about him, I mean, I definitely didn't see an above-the-rim threat in the yeah. games that I watch, and I do see some people attributing him with that. The mm. biggest thing, though, is the yak. I mean, you just can't yeah. you know, argue with what the numbers were. The most yak yards after the catch of any wide receiver coming out on average, right? I think he had the second most out of any receiver in the country last year. Yeah. The Chargers can use yards after the catch. They can use someone with the ball in the stands. I feel like his what he's going to be asked to do is going to have to be simplified early on. But I think he's probably faster than you know his four or five ish forty time. I mean, he definitely has you know speed to run away from the Michigan def defense and you know had a ton of plays where he was creating, making big plays out of nothing yeah. at times. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, to me, I just didn't fully see where I could be super committed to it. And with Jordan Addison, we both liked him. He's a, going to be probably a pretty good receiver. Does it fit yeah. well with what Mike Williams and Keenan Allen bring to the table? I mean, you can obviously have him or Keenan Allen in the slot, but I don't think he necessarily totally fits your speed problem. And I don't think he brings a t enough after the catch that would make me super excited about it. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's connections there with him and, you know, the Chargers wide receiver coach, Chris Beatty. So obviously, like, it would make sense. You could see why they would make that that move. But he's too similar to Keenan Allen and what Keenan Allen brings to the table. And I honestly don't think that Keenan Allen's going anywhere anytime soon. I feel like Keenan Allen is going to retire a Charger. So I feel like... I don't know if bringing in someone who has that same kind of play style is going to move the needle in the direction that I want the char the direction I want it to go, which is a guy that can create, a guy that has the deep speed. That's not really what Jordan Addison brings to the table. Yeah, and if we're talking about, you know, a trade back scenario is the not who I would take, but I get it become a lot more appealing, right? Yeah. It, of course. It depends where they're picking at, too. I I love to think the Chargers are going to trade back. I love that you made that your prediction. I hope <laughs> it happens. There's a few dudes I there I would feeling, stick man. there. I just got a feeling yeah. it's going to happen this time. I mean, yeah. it's never happened before, which, you know, obviously you can call me crazy saying something's sure. going to happen for the first time. But I feel like the situation and the circumstances are going to be right for it to happen tonight.
And what's really going to happen is they're going to trade up for Jordan Addison. So <laughs> buckle up your seatbelt, folks. It is draft night tonight. We are so excited and so excited for after the draft. We see the Chargers pick at 21 if they pick at 21 and have a live show after that to talk about it and react to it and talk about where they have to go on day two because they do have a second and a third round pick for now. Maybe they'll add some more to that. But we do want to get to our guys that don't fit in these categories because they're not going to be first-round picks more than likely. So coming up after this, we're talking about our draft our draft crushes and just our guys from this draft class, the guys we like more than what the consensus is out there right now. But I do need to tell you guys that the one protein bar that I like way more than consensus is Built Bar. And I don't know if you guys saw, the super secret flavor is out on Built.com, and it is peanut butter puff. It's like taking a bite out of a cloud made of peanut butter. And I'm a peanut butter freak. I just could eat peanut butter every single day. I'm one of those guys, so you don't have to tempt me. But that goes along with all the other great flavors and the continued, you know, new releases and secret flavors always coming out at Built.com. They always help you switch things up and help you really mix things up, especially when you're on a diet. you got to try Built because with Built, healthy is actually tasty. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond, and most bars have only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your other candy bars that you've been eating. This is a much better cheat snack. What kind of a cheap meal at times, too, because they're very filling. But you used to have to get them at Built.com. The nice thing is now... You don't have to because you can run down to your local Walmart and get a four-bar box, or you can go down to Sam's Club at a 13-bar box, and I promise you will find your favorite flavor. I'm still waiting at the mailbox for my flavors to come in, but you guys can also still go online at BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Dave, we talked about the guys we would love to see the Chargers nap in the first round, but this is kind of our last chance to talk about really, you know, some of the other guys after watching so much tape, you know, and just another year of just increasing our workload at draft time to be able to talk about as many guys that could make sense for the Chargers as possible. But today is just the beginning, guys, because tonight we're actually going to know who the Chargers are going to pick, and we'll have a live show reacting to it. So make sure you guys are here with us, and make sure you're following us on Locked On LAC so we can announce when they actually make the pick when we're going to go live and then we'll be getting into obviously Monday to break down every pick all seven maybe more picks for the Chargers because we are your team every day but let's talk about your guys Dave and when you're looking at non-first round picks guys that totally stood out to you that you're saying hey I know it's not a first round pick but I want this dude to somehow end up on the Chargers who'd you go with? Yeah, I think the the guy that really stuck out in my mind when I was watching that I had the most fun watching it was Nathaniel Dell or Tank Dell, um, just a spark plug, man. I mean, just a very very exciting player. Five foot, eight hundred sixty five pounds. Obviously, a little on the small side, but outstanding quickness and acceleration. A guy that again can create with the ball in his hands. Also, love the way he runs routes. He really snaps off his routes. Um, also, he's like a quick, you know, short area quickness threat. Like I really saw him cook a DB in the red zone with a nice mm-hmm. little shake move. Also, has experience returning punts and returning kicks. So you can add two elements to your team right now that you're kind of missing a yak threat a creator and a guy that can help you on punt return and kick return yeah if i had to guess i'd say he probably goes in between the chargers second and third round picks 
We'll see. You know, he is another smaller guy, just like sure. Jordan Addison. That's the other thing, you know, 170 pounds. If I'm going to get someone that small, you know, I think I'd rather ch- you know, take the chance on a more dynamic player like Zay Flowers. Yeah. Or in this case, you know, Nathaniel Dell, where you get somebody who's a creator, kind of like a Zay Flowers light a little bit exactly. to me. I'm guessing the everydayers know where I'm going with my draft crush this year, a dude who stood out to me and I think would make a ton of sense for the Chargers if they can find a way to do it in round two. Jonathan Mingo, the wide receiver from Ole Miss, 44640 times, so the fastest Charger receiver coming in, maybe not elite burner speed, but that's not what I like the most about him. I, I had a game that I watched where he took a screen, stiff-armed a man, and took it 72 yards to the house, and then also faked out a safety and had another 71-yard touchdown in the same game. And I'm like, that's what the Chargers need, as someone yeah. who can beat you over the top and mm-hmm. someone who can get yards after the catch. This guy runs with a certain level of physicality that I would just love to see in the Chargers offense. Kind of a little bit of Gerald Everett where it's just like every time you tackle him, it feels like it's going to be a fist fight. I love what Jonathan Mingo brings to the table. I love the way he blocks and just can eliminate people in the blocking game because that was something the Chargers really struggle with. Guys like Michael Bandy, DeAndre Carter, even some of the better starters had issues with being able to run block last year, an underrated part of being a receiver, but something that can make a difference. Jonathan Mingo excels in that. Elite athlete, never had elite production. That's really the only red flag with him. To me, I've seen enough. I'm super down. If they can find a way to bring in Jonathan Mingo, I'd be ecstatic about it. Who are you going with with another one of your draft crushes? Yeah, the other draft crush here is probably looking second round type is going to be Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee. Yeah, he he makes it to the second round. Sign me up. Crazy straight line speed. I mean, the guy can absolutely fly, and he does a really good job of creating effortless separation. Also, does a good job of tracking the football, and you know, came with big time production this last year: sixty-seven receptions, over twelve hundred receiving yards, eighteen point nine yards per reception, and fifteen touchdowns. And get this: a big time performance against Alabama. Five touchdowns, oh. 207 receiving five touchdowns? yards. I thought it was four. Five touchdowns in that game. He absolutely went off. Obviously, that was one of the biggest upsets of the season in college football when Tennessee took out Alabama. So big-time production and just real big-time speed for Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, and a runway yak guy too, yeah. right? Guy that if he builds up ahead of steam, he destroys angles and he's really oh, yeah. hard to get a hand on. He is slight, another, you know, sure. smaller guy for sure, but does fit the Chargers at least height threshold. Yeah, over six, six foot. feet. You know, mm-hmm. that's what they love to see. Kind of has a Jalen Guyton type of build to him, honestly. Sure. But he just hits a different gear at the third yeah. level of the field. He effortlessly gets past people, as you said. I mean, if yeah. he's there in the second round, It'd be really close between him and Jonathan Mingo for me. I mean, sure. I don't think Jalen Hyatt's going to be there. Jonathan Mingo is probably more likely. But, yeah. I mean, man, he I loved what I saw from him. And, like, it's kind of like the Jackson Smith and Jigba thing I'm, I've talked with you about before. It's yeah. like, hey, when the dude was easily the best player on a team that had Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, the dude's good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, really good. And yeah. I think with Jalen Hyatt, it's like you can call him one trick pony all you want. You know who else knew that? Nick Saban. You know what I mean? And the and dude guess went what up and, and hung five Stop touchdowns Hyatt on him. at all. Right. So it's like sometimes don't overthink it. The dude scores <laughs> five touchdowns against Alabama. You should want him on your team. And I do. I do yes. want him on my team. I'd say another one of my guys, you know, a guy I want the Chargers to come away with, especially in the second round, if Jonathan Mingo or Jalen Hyatt isn't available, is Marvin Mims. I, I just think he's a good fit 
for what the Chargers need offensively. You know, you need a wide receiver four who can potentially work into something else. I don't ever think he turns into a wide receiver one, but vertical threat, good ball tracker, runway yak ability. Yeah, real speed, four, three speed, great punt returner. I mean, he checks a lot of the boxes that I'd want. I'd also put Dwayne McBride in there because he's just a guy that even though the Chargers, if they don't get Bijan, I'm kind of cooling a little bit on if they need a running back, if they keep Austin Eckler, obviously, on the team. Yeah. He's a guy I just like a lot, even though smaller competition, you know, over a thousand yards after contact last year, breaks a ton of tackles. And I just Insane. think, hey, you put him with Kellen Moore, you kind of stretch things out and let him hit a whole hard. I think he's going to break off a lot of 10, 20 yard runs. So those are a couple more of my guys. Who else do you got? Yeah, I think the last guy on my list here, Daniel, is Isaiah Foskey. I just the 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 makeup that he brings to the table, the size, six foot five, two sixty four, thirty four inch arms, a guy who has premium sack production and tackle for loss production, a guy that you can trust on the edge that's gonna be able to set a physical edge, that's gonna be able to tackle very strongly. Um, he, he's a guy that I absolutely love. Uh, he looks the part. He has the production to match. Um, and you feel like there's some upside there as well. So Isaiah Foskey, I would absolutely love if the Chargers were able to add. And you would instantly feel better about that edge position if Isaiah Foskey is wearing lightning bolts. I love that. I mean, in another guy that Tom Telesco probably wouldn't think twice about going and getting, right? Yeah. I mean, proving college production kind of fills all the requirements they like in their edge rushers, you know, a little bit. So makes a lot of sense, I think, for them. One guy I'm going to kind of go off the board here, a guy we talked about a long time ago, Jack Campbell, the linebacker from yeah. Iowa. You know, in the future of the Chargers linebacker core will be him and Nick Neiman. Manning things is two, a couple of super athletic Iowa linebackers eventually. Yeah. But I liked him a lot. He seems like he's polarizing. Some guys have him as like the fifth best linebacker. When I saw him, I was like, hey, I wish the Chargers didn't have so many bigger needs and they would take this guy, you know, on day Seriously. two sometime. Because I liked it a lot. I mean, found the ball in traffic, 9.98 RAS score, four six five forty time. Finds passing lanes and coverage. Never really had any production there, though. Good at evading blocks and fighting off blocks. Good at continuing to fight and finding the football to make plays, you know, find plays behind the line of scrimmage. Had a decent trigger as far as when to shoot a gap and try to make a play. But a little stiff. Shoots a little quickly and he can get in trouble sometimes. But I just, I remember watching him and I was like, yeah, the Chargers could use a lot of that. Yeah. Kenneth Murray, assuming the fifth-year option isn't getting picked up in his last season now. Eric Kendricks, a two-year deal that could really be a one-year deal. Yeah. So linebacker, a bigger need. And I think the other thing that makes him here in my list is because I didn't love what I saw on some of the other linebackers. I was trying to find day three linebackers the Chargers could target. Didn't love a lot of them. So he makes it. it into my guys' list. I'm so excited, David. Hopefully the Chargers come away with a couple of these guys. I know we were really high on Zion Johnson last year, and they were yeah. able to find a way to, you know, come come down with him. And last year the Chargers didn't have a second-round pick, too, because of the Khalil Mack trade, right? So yeah. it's like we get, you know, three picks in the top 100 as we see it right now. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Let's go, man. Yeah, for sure, yes. man. I mean, a couple years ago, we got Rashawn Slater, Sunday Senior Jr. back-to-back. And we were pounding the table for both of them, and the Chargers 100%. got both, which was yeah. amazing. Yeah, and then last what's going to happen know. tonight? I mean, that's the beauty of the draft, man. You just never know what's going to happen. That's what makes this so dramatic. What yeah. makes you just keep your eyes glued to the screen? I cannot wait to see what happens tonight. And like, let's be honest, the Chargers usually do good in round one, so they it's do. like that's where you, yeah. you you feel the best about their chances to get somebody who's going to be a cornerstone player for you. Uh, Tom Telesco in the twenties, 
you know, the one time he was there hasn't really been <laughs> as or no twice because of Kenneth Murray, right? Yeah. So let's see if yeah. he can get this one at pick twenty one. I think with I think there's gonna be a really, really good player there for them. I do and too. I think there could be several and enough worth trading back. So hey, we'll be here reacting to make sure you see all of our reactions though. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Talk Sports and David Drogmeyer on Twitter at DrotalkSD. And also make sure you're following the show's page at Locked On LAC. Thank you guys so much for making this your first listen on draft day. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you're here tonight for the live show, reacting to the Chargers pick at 21, if they do pick at 21, of course. And make sure you don't miss it. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube. And make sure you're listening wherever you get your podcast from. You can also find the show on Instagram at Locked On Chargers and on our Locked On Chargers Facebook page. We're here. It's time. It's draft day. We're so excited to talk to you guys later. Make sure you're here for our reactions. We'll try to put out some YouTube shorts and things like that. But maybe we'll be interacting throughout the entire first round tonight. So we'll see you guys then. Until then, take it easy and go Bolts.